I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed at Pressure Points with your two favorite hosts. I'm Sleepy D, and this is Class Action AJ. We're coming at you with Season 7, Episode 2, Love Conquers Ecosystems. Based on the title, I'm sure you've got a pretty good idea about what's about to happen. Find us on Instagram, Patreon, and our website, pointsofpressure.com. Get ready. Let's do it. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. I'm feeling the sleepies, too, today. Oh, yeah, man. It's... The, this whole weekend, yeah, as we were talking before, went by in a flash. And I've got the, the busiest next two days of my life. <laughs> Tomorrow's graduation. Yeah. The next day I take the test, but I have to drive to another state to do it. Jesus, where do you have to go? Boise. God I'm gonna damn. Be, hey, I'm going to be in Boise on uh, Tuesday. Uh, pressure points visits Boise. Yeah. On Tuesday. Ugh. Damn. Ugh. But it was the soonest test. I'd rather drive to Boise than take it in, like, February 5th. Yeah, that's fair. You know? That's fair. Ugh, it's the almost show. there. So yeah. I, I haven't been almost, sleeping. I'm almost so stressed. Almost out of the fucking weeds. And last night, I I had this, this horrible experience. So I, I got into bed. I fell asleep. I woke up, and my back was itchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm laying on my back. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to reach reach it with my right arm. I'm like, I can't quite get there. So I kind of lift my body up onto my shoulders mm-hmm. and neck. You know how you kind of do that when you're laying down? You just kind of yeah. arch your back a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, pop. <laughs> so I'm itching and I feel a pop. And I'm like, oh, I got the spot. And it kind of goes pop. And then it felt like hot water. And then it felt like fire going down the side of my neck. What the fuck? Down into my arm. <laughs> Okay. And my my parents would know that I've had an experience similar to this once before in my life. So this is going to be a little a little background on okay. AJ, yeah. just to start off the episode. When I was young, when I was a child, I don't know, like twelve, I woke up after I I, I had a lot of ear problems growing up, a lot of tubes, got sick a lot, still get sick a good amount, and. <laughs> I, I woke up after I was sick the whole week, ear infection probably, Yeah. and I just woke up one morning and it was so much worse, and it was almost the same pain, almost like I steel rope down the side of my neck and into my arm, and I couldn't move my arm, uh-huh. and after crying through a shower, I found this huge lump on the back of my neck. The fuck? And we went to the ER. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Basically, the ear, ear infection had left the ear oh, and was slowly trying to make its way into my brain. Jesus. So, like, it, it was, like, just moving around, and it was near the yeah. muscles, and it was, it was just fucking up my neck. And I got a shot in the neck, which was badass, and, you know, ultimately totally fine. But yeah. since then, whenever I get super stressed, that side on my neck muscle, oh. the tension just... Yeah. Causes problems. A couple of years ago, I was doing a super early shift at my work. I was decorating cakes. And I woke up one morning, and there was a ball there in the same spot. Oh, Jesus. But it was actually a... Tor- I had torn a muscle in my sleep from stressing about the job. Because <laughs> I also have TMJ. So this is the same thing. So at that point, I, I they put me on muscle relaxers, and that was amazing. Yeah. 
but for obvious reasons, I haven't gone back to the doctor for that for this when it comes up because those muscle relaxers were amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think the so when I was itching, I just put too much tension on that muscle, and it hurts like a bitch still. Oh, but man. it's like as long as I don't move my head that way too much, I'm good. Ouch. So Fuck that. yeah, so that pain, that release was what made you finally able to fall asleep last night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep until fucking early hours of the morning. Uh, yeah, it's it's just been a stressful so couple of weeks. Farming hours. Yeah. yeah, for real. I was waking up as, or I was going to sleep as everyone else was fucking waking up. It was bad. But the stress will be done for both of us hopefully soon enough. Hopefully this week. Oh, yeah, and my yeah. car's in the shop. Yeah. So that fucking sucks too. Yeah, it's but been, it's you know, been fucking, is when it rains, it pours. Yeah, you know, the last half of January, man. Woo! It's a, looking it's forward to time. looking forward to both of us getting a pay raise in the next couple of weeks. Hey, right? Here's, yeah. here's fucking hoping. Here's to hope. Gonna, I'm not gonna count my pennies yet. Um, I will, but I hope. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're just gonna jump straight into the episode. I kind of just want to get this one done. Um. I, oh yeah, and my dick yeah. stopped working. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's okay. That's fine. I, that, I didn't use it anyway. That'll get figured out. <laughs> there are pills for that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. This one's been on my radar for a little bit. It's never felt like something I could really make into an episode, but it also felt like something I could make into an episode. Um. I couldn't like <laughs> when I initially found it like two years ago. I was like, uh. I just could not fucking find sources at all. Oh, that this. that's that is a pain and in I the ass. Um, oh, oh, before we get too far, pointsofpressure.com, shop.pointsofpressure.com, points of pressure on Instagram and just pressure points on Reddit. Okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, go find all those. Go uh, go go to those, click uh, around for about, you know, 5 minutes or so. Yeah. Then you, all, that that's even, your g- daily like, chore. I think it's like 60 seconds on those it counts as like activity on the page or some shit Perfect. there's some weird hey, thing 60 it, but, uh, seconds on each place yeah tell your friends bully yeah. your friends yeah bully your friends into doing it um but yeah it's it's always been kind of a trip trying to find fucking sources and shit for this whole thing um and even even with the sources that i found it's still like yeah like i believe it i fucking i i'm wholeheartedly in on this one but it's it has some disputes that we'll get into. It There's always the going to be disputes. Uh, Did the Holocaust happen? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just God. I'm oh, just God. kidding. Oh, God. Uh, so we're going to go back to 1732. Uh, in Britain, Columbus Warren... sailed the ocean blue. Okay, Is yeah. that the, the year? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so Warren Hastings is born to a reverend, and during childbirth, uh, his mother dies. Now, as is tradition for the yeah, time period, yeah, for real. Uh, now the Hastings family, uh, has a family manor and lordship that goes back like 400 years. And so, this is like he's born into a fucking he's set pretty, up pretty well off family. Um, the only problem is he's born 17 years late, uh, about 17 years before Warren was born. Uh, the the family invested way too heavily into a, a king that just fucked it all up Ooh. and blew everything. They literally just lost like their entire wealth. Oh shit! Um, 
So within within twenty years, a four hundred year old like lordship and family manor, it's just plagued and destroyed, just, yeah. and disappears, gets blown. Yeah, it was all on slots. Yeah, absolutely fucking shorted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, his his dad isn't terribly present as a as a kid, um, <laughs> because he's working and he's a reverend, so he's he's a busy dude. So Warren is mainly raised by his uh, his grandfather, and he goes to school with the poor's. Um, and I mean, so his grandfather was like, "I remember the glory days." Oh yeah, like the whole childhood. Can you imagine being raised by a grandfather? who's like, "Oh, I remember back in the day, you would have gone to the best school, worn the yeah. best clothes, eat the best food." And Warren, and now like, look at you. Yeah, now <laughs> I'm like, Fuck. now I'm broken. Eating the same thing as the people across the pond. Potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. (laughs) Uh, So as years go by, um, Warren manages to kind of like still play off of off of his name, the Hastings name. Yeah, there's still some reputation. Yeah, his uncle gets him into like a prestigious college um, where he makes connections with like future politicians and dukes. Um, He. He works with like a bunch of like future really huge poets and shit. Like Queen Elizabeth, she pr- he probably went to school with her. Yeah, yeah, she was alive then. Yeah, she's been alive for like she's been so- alive forever. Well, I mean, not the last couple of years. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, before that, she was alive for forever. Um. So yeah, he he manages to kind of weed his way out of the slums, and uh, he like. He gets in with the right people, uh, and uh, he ends up working with the British East India Company. Okay, so he, he Fable Twos it. If you're if you're an avid Fable <laughs> Two fan, you you'll understand the reference. So yeah, um, and he sails away to India, and uh, I mean he's a smart kid. It's not like it's not like his uncle gets in and gets gets his foot in the door. And he's just a total, like, fucking idiot. Like, his uncle went out of his way to make sure that Warren had a chance because Warren was a smart kid. Um, he had a good he had a good head on his shoulders. And um, he dies that... No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, and then he's dead. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, Warren, Warren sails out to India, and on... I think it, it ended up being, like, a six... Around the time it took, like, six months to get from Britain to India. Um, and... So during that time, he learns two of the local languages, um, and he like he was hired on as like a, a clerk with the East India Trading Company, East India Company. Sorry, not trading company, but uh, yeah. So he works as a clerk. He he keeps the numbers fucking mint, um, and slowly like works his way up within this this company. Um, gets to know everybody on the ship that he's on. And I mean, he's, he's, he's doing pretty well for himself. Uh, and, uh, he ends up getting promoted and shifted to, uh, focus on like one trading post in Bengal. Um, now tensions are high there because, uh, I mean, the British occupy the area. They're fucking doing their best to colonize the area. And in about 100 years, it turns into, like, massive fucking wars that that go on, um, of which I would like to do full episodes on um, because, like— Dude, I love colonial episodes. They're all good. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like— 
It's new history. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of people, likely in Europe or in Britain, they know a lot about this, about like Britain in India and their occupation and their colonizing. But like in the U.S., we don't fucking learn no, anything. We about don't. It. We We're don't like, learn oh, yeah, anything about that. British in India. We yeah, learned the the, typical. the Brits had a huge empire. And then they lost it. That's all yeah. we know. That's literally what we're yeah. taught in school. Same with like France and everything too. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued and hopefully down the line I'll I'll dive into that and it'll be my focus after. I had to learn after, it from uh, 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 video games. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll pour my focus into that once I finish the uh, Butchers of Bosnia series. That'll never be done. Yeah. Fucking really though, I was gonna do one of those today. Oh no! And I woke up too much for this. I woke you up. woke up and I was like two hours ago. Fuck! I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna try <laughs> nah. to do that shit. I still gotta go to my girlfriend's parents' place today, and I was like, no, nah, we'll all squeeze that in at a later date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, British British occupies the area, um, and <clears throat> at this time, uh. They are getting word of a potential attack um, in Bengal. So the East India Trading Company and a lot of the Britons in the area are like, they kind of just put their hands up. They're like, hey, we're not going to try to fight back because we're all trade tradesmen and we're not fucking like armored guards. Yeah. Uh, You will literally fucking kill us because you're the ones that are angry at us. So they kind of put their hands up, surrender. And they are uh, taken prisoner. Now, this is this these tensions and everything go over the course of, I think like five years or so. Um, and Warren and a lot of his his coworkers are taken prisoner in 1756. Uh, they're held in what was known as it was a pretty well known um, prison, but it was called the Black Hole of Calcutta. Um, Jesus, what a name. <laughs> yeah. Badass. Uh, now, in this specific prison, a ton of people were reported to have died. In Warren's group, like Warren's group is brought in, it's 64 people. Uh, there's like no fucking room. I think it was like a 14 square foot Jesus fucking room. Or like Christ. it's 14 by 17. I don't remember the dimensions. Small. Very, very, very small room. 64 people are packed in there, and this is fucking India. Yeah. So it's hot as shit. Colonial India. like People ooh. fucking die of suffocation. Um, others are passing out from heat stroke and later dying. A lot of people just aren't getting fucking food and water. Um, of the 64 prisoners that are brought there, um, there was a surviving account that came out that said 43 of them died. Jeez. Uh there was another that was like, well, actually, it might have been only 18 died. And it's like, well, that's still a lot of fucking people yeah, that died. Yeah, that's still a lot of people. Uh, and Warren actually manages to escape. Uh, he takes refuge at a nearby island and meets his meets this woman, Mary Buchanan. Now, Mary's what husband name. was one of those prisoners that died in Calcutta. Um and Warren is like, holy shit, that's crazy. We should get fucking married. Um, and so Mary Buchanan becomes Mary Hastings. Uh, and yet, yeah, I mean, 
Within a year, they get rescued by the by the Britons, and uh, they live fucking happily ever after at the end. That's, that's the whole episode. <laughs> no, I, so uh, Britain over the course of that year, uh, they go and rescue all of these people from this island, all these refugees from this island, and they work back to gain or they work to gain back the trust of Bengal because like this is this is a trade route that Britain is regularly utilizing and like they desperately need it. I mean this in this fucking time period this is when people are leaving Britain because it's getting a little out of hand or people are leaving Britain because they're religious extremists and they want to go set up their own fucking place overseas where they don't have to pay taxes and they can live in the Americas and kick out all the indigenous people. So Britain is kind of in a weird spot where they're like, we can't fucking (laughs) like we need as many allies as we can get. Um, Especially if those allies are allowing us to, utilize them as like a a very affluent trade route yeah gotta get those spices so that we can put it on our bread <laughs> yeah, and so beans we can, so we can make a so we can not use curry them powder yeah but sell it to everybody else but we don't use it in our mm-hmm. food yeah for real uh so yeah it's uh they kind of they kind of work back in with uh with the with bengal they're in the East India Trading or East India Company is kind of able to set back up, um, and they kind of get a, a little bit more control and work work relationships a little bit better. Now Warren, because he speaks so many different languages and because he has these really good connections with people, like the dude is just a fucking he's a silver tongue. He's good oh, yeah. at this shit, man. Charismatic. Um, mm. uh, he ends up getting promoted to a mediator position. And uh, in most circumstances, uh, when he's getting information from the Britons to tell Bengal what to do, he's like, uh, I don't think that that's a fucking good idea. Um, he doesn't generally side with Britain's pushes and Britain's decisions on like, hey, Bengal needs to allow us to set up all of these shops and they need to pay us this and they need to allow us to do this. And he's like, dude, like that's just a bad deal for them. Why the fuck would Uh I propose that? So he's very, very pro like, or sorry, he's very like anti Britain when it comes to their like colonizing pushes and trying to take two steps further than they really should when they're like, oh, we're compromising, but really they're just taking advantage of these people. Um, and he speaks up about it pr- Dang, fairly regularly. Yeah, That's impressive for uh, a man of his stature. Yeah, he says that the East India Company's demands are way too harsh. Um, and during his time served in this position, he actually ends up learning about uh, the... East India Company trade abuses, uh, things that are happening behind the scenes that are just like the tradesmen that are working on the ship that are taking advantage of locals, that are taking advantage of local like traders, that are taking like they're fucking people out of like out of money. They're stealing goods and shit. He learns about a lot of this stuff. Um, He learns about a lot of the fraud that's happening. Um, 
and under the table dealings. He actually discovers um, that there are customs officials that are getting paid off to sell illegal goods and shit. Um, and he's fucking pissed. He's like, this is preposterous. Like, why, how the fuck do we continue to let this happen and then expect these people to still make dealings with us when, in all honesty, we're entirely fucking Bengal over? Mm. Um, and so he speaks up about it, and he's basically just called, like, little bitch boy tattletale by all <laughs> yeah. of his fucking cohorts. And uh, around this same fucking time, the love of his life dies. Oh. Um, and so he's he just throws his hands up in the air and he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I quit. So uh, he leaves after, uh, well, sorry to preface that, he gets word that there's about to be like another big problem between Bengal and uh, the East India Trading Company, or the East India it's, Company. I, I get that. I make that um, mistake all the time. <laughs> so he, he learns of, like, all these problems that are about to come up, which could potentially lead to an all-out war. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm still working for this company. I'm in a position where if this happens, I am, like, up top, like, I'm yeah, working he's a, he's a target. He's in the crosshairs. I'm in a bad fucking position, and I don't technically side with the things that they they believe in. So he sees all this shit, and he goes, fuck this, and just quits and goes back to Britain and avoids fucking all this shit. Um, and so, yeah, in uh, 1764, he, he gets back to Britain. Um, now... I don't know. I I feel like he gets back to Britain and from everything that I read, it kind of painted him in like a well, this fucking idiot, like this fucking dumbass. It puts him in a really bad light. But in all honesty, like the dude had like his dream job and he worked his way up from like literal poverty into a better position. He's standing up for the for the right side, and it it's all just going to hell. And then his wife dies, and then there's a potential war that he avoids. So he gets back to Britain, and uh, he ends up spending massive amounts of money. He accrues massive, massive amounts of debt. Uh, at one point, he fucking hires like a painter to paint a portrait of him, and he just like basically like skirts out on paying him. Um, I love it. So, so he's spending his money on dumb shit? Yeah, really, really, really frivolous stuff. Fancy clothes, fancy housing, and he can't afford any of it. He doesn't have a fucking job. He doesn't job. have a job anymore. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I, I would imagine that he probably was kind of living that level of life while he was in India mm -hmm. because, I mean... His station. Well, well, he's going to be paid a shit ton because he's in a, a higher position. And he's in India where, like, I can guarantee you if he asks somebody to paint a portrait of him, like a really good Indian painter, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's pennies on the dollar compared to oh, what yeah, the fuck you're going to pay in Britain. All the, all the stuff that they're selling back to Britain haven't gone through the markup of transportation. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so, because yeah. they're just, I mean, the prices 
overall are just mm. going to benefit Britain entirely. And so it's like, yeah, it's a poorer yeah, area. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, 100%. It's like going to, I don't know. There are tons of places that American tourists go where they're like, uh, I know, I know in Cambodia, I heard stories of people who've gone to Cambodia to see like the temples and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're like, here's $5. And they can almost buy out yeah. the inventory of a shop. Yeah, I mean, there. So there are people that travel uh, to fucking. They'll go on like, like Thailand motor oh. motorcades, and they'll basically go to Thailand. They'll get off the flight. They'll pretty much just buy a motorcycle for like a hundred dollars from some dude outside. It's kind of a piece of shit. They'll drive around all of Thailand. They don't have to worry about fucking paying for taxis or Uber or what the fuck ever, even if mm -hmm. Uber, Uber's out there. Probably not. But, like, they have this just shitty little, like, moped. They drive around for their entire vacation. They get back to the airport. They're about to go on their flight, and they just sell, sell it, it to back. the next fucking, yeah. the next dude coming off of a flight and go back home. And it's like, from everything that I've read, flying out to to countries like that, it's like your your biggest upfront cost or the biggest cost is your flight. And then when you're there, you can get like five star hotels for like like thirty dollars a night, kind of shit. We gotta so go same, research that. Yeah, I I, I would really love to ride on the back to. of a moped with you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck in your arms around me. Hold on, oh, I can reach. Handles. I can reach, and I'll grab your tits. Yeah, perfect. I'll just grab the at your Good, ass cheeks. Good handles. Hold on to my balls. One, oh yeah, one hand each. right over the front. Gonk, yeah. Gonk. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he gets back to Britain, and I just feel like he didn't like. There's no way he didn't understand that, like there's such a massive difference in the goods that he's getting and what he's going to be paying for them. I honestly think a lot of it was just coping with the fact that like his life is fully upended. Um, he's a stress shopper. Yeah. Same. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he, he gets back to Britain, goes fully broke, like fully bankrupt thousands of thousands of dollars in debt. And he fucking, crawls right back to the the East India Company five years later and he's like please Get my job back. please fucking hire me I loved India Britain is it's well it's too expensive now um, <laughs> it's too expensive for somebody who hasn't had a job in five years right? whose family squandered their wealth Yo, for real um, and they're reluctant but they end up they end up taking him back they're like yeah fuck it whatever like you you handled things well. You put us in a really solid position, like, and you speak multiple yeah. languages out there. Fuck it, they take him on. So on the trip back over, uh, like I said, it takes about six months. This is where uh, what was previously a bit of a political episode turns into a love story. And I was like, this is a political episode. <laughs> no, just uh, just him in like the <laughs> I, I, yeah. the East India Company. So on his trip back over, he meets he Mary meets, Buchanan. No, to the second. No, uh, he meets this fucking gorgeous woman. Uh, he gets on the boat, goes and sits down, and looks over, and he's like, "Oh my fucking god, jaw dropper, Marion Imhoff." Um. Now, Marion is just fucking classy as hell. Ahuga, ahuga. Yeah. yeah. 
Like just a, she's the stunner. <laughs> yeah, she's the stunner of the sh- of the ship. Like he a woman is on the just ship, totally enamored. That's, that's bad luck, right? Uh, she she dresses super well. She grooms really well. Probably washes her pits and her Woo! pussy, which is super weird Woo! for the time. Uh, and she loves like she has really elegant interests. She kind of just fucking gets it, and. Warren is like, this is the fucking girl of my dreams, dude. Uh, Thank God my ex-wife died. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> she's 22 years old, and she has three kids. It's a lot of kids for 22. That's a lot of kids. He's 37 with no kids, which is a fucking perfect match, if you ask me. Yeah. That, 15 years younger 15, than you. 15 year difference, perfect. Yeah. And you don't have to be the father of these kids. They can fucking die for all you care in these next six months on the way to India. Yeah. Kick ass. Just push them over the deck <laughs> one one a week. Nobody will say shit. Nobody will know. Exactly. Yeah. What are they? She probably doesn't even want them. Yeah. The witnesses <laughs> are drowning. They're yeah. the kids. Uh, Yeah. He writes like a fucking book about how they meet one another. Um, and he's just like, we're fucking star-crossed lovers, man. And like, they, they get along perfectly. She's crazy about him. He's crazy about her. And now they have six months on a boat to just get fucking get down, get down and wild. The only downside, there's no toilet paper and they have to shit <laughs> off the deck. So okay, that's another downside. Uh, the only other downside, uh, is that Marion to, is it Marion Imhoff? Still um, married. Yeah. What? No, really? Yeah. She's actually headed to India to be with her husband, Carl. No, his name's Carl? Yeah. Are you shitting me? So, I'm immediately... Have you seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force? <laughs> no, I uh, yet, no I, but I, I, know I know exactly Carl. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what came into my mind. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to call it. I was just no, being a shit I don't care. You're good. Oh, no. So, Carl... Um, so they're fingering on a ship on the way to meet her husband, Carl. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's fairly open about it. She's like, hey, look, I have a husband. And he's like, <laughs> fuck. Like, I understand. And Warren's Warren's handling it fairly well. Like, I'm going to be honest. Uh, so they get to they get to India and fucking Marion introduces Warren to Carl. Ooh. Now, Carl... Carl is my favorite fucking idiot. Carl is, uh, he was born to a very, very affluent and rich family in Germany. Um, Super successful family, borderline royalty. um, And Carl decides, oh, I want to move to India to become a miniature painter. In India. In India. Rather than where the actual (laughs) market for that would be. Yeah. So You know, maybe 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 I'm wrong. Maybe maybe in in Bengal there's a huge market during this time period for painted miniatures. (laughs) I I don't know. But Carl is like, I want to be a painter. And because he's always been surrounded by daddy's rich yes men, they're like, we'll make it happen. That's a great idea. Yeah. You should go to India. Now, word gets out to Carl. Well, I shouldn't say word gets out. Marion basically is just like, hey, Carl, Warren and I are crazy about each other. 
Woo. And Carl goes, can I still paint? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <No. laughs> Carl pretty much goes, okay, you guys can continue seeing each other under the table. Like this can't be like a big, well-known public thing. Continue seeing one another. I don't really care. But because Warren works for traders, he needs to help me with my painting career. What a cuck. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, he cucks it the he's fuck a up. Big time. He's, yeah, you get, I just, uh, for his painting business, that's uh, the only thing he gets uh, out of it. And I get to watch. I get to watch anytime <laughs> you're together if I want to. But you can't know I'm in the yeah. room. So Warren goes, hey, look, man, I'm not going to push marrying her. I'm not going to push you divorcing her. I won't, like, push any of that. But as soon as you guys are divorced, I will marry her. But I'm not going to, like, push the note or anything. We're just going to see one another. We're going to be crazy a cup, about each so other. So he's never going to divorce her. Yeah, and Carl's just like, uh, okay, I mean, just as long as I, I'm a successful miniature painter, fuck yeah, sign me up. So he, oh, my God. So all this dude has to do to keep slanging that married puss yeah. is to just put a couple paintings in his yeah. shop. To, to just fucking slay it with his dream girl he just has to help out like a a complete dipshit disabled painter like probably yeah. like and, and he'll probably moron and he'll probably mark it up and make money off this too oh yeah like he's yeah, a traitor course. yeah i mean oh he's a God. good dude like like warren warren up to this point other than the slight affair that may or may not have happened on this ship like they approached carl about it like yeah they're like, hey, look, we're we're kind of crazy about one another. And Carl goes, oh, actually, I like hanging out in the closet. Yeah. Uh, like, oh my Warren could have just done this on the back end and not fucking yeah, done yeah. anything painter-wise and been like, yo, this guy sucks as a painter. I'm fucking good. Um, and I'm going to keep banging his wife. Uh, so Warren's like, yeah, I'm going to do, I'll, I'll help you out, man. I'll do what I can. Uh, I like to imagine that that Carl is just the worst fucking painter on the planet. Yeah, like, I, I'm imagining it's it's like uh, crayons. <laughs> yeah, it's like he, crayons he on brings, a canvas. He brings Mary and he's like, oh, I painted a picture of our family. And <laughs> stick figures. <laughs> and it's it's like like circle heads, square bodies, and then like the snowman three-fingered arms. And yeah. he's like, we are all holding hands. And the sky <laughs> is up at the top. He does that dumb thing where he just colors the top of the paper blue. Mm -hmm. And there's and the sun like, in the corner. Oh, that's where the sun is. Like That's where the sky is. That's no, where it but, begins. But he, he draws... <laughs> He draws himself in a closet in the background of the family holding hands. <laughs> She's like, don't show the kids this one. Don't show the kids this one. All right. We'll put it on the fridge, but only when they're yeah. gone. Oh, God. I'll keep it in my purse, but I will never look at it. Yeah. Also, it will be crumpled up and at the bottom. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I like to imagine that he tried to do it in Germany. But yeah, he was super bad, but everybody around him was like, this is so good. They just don't understand it here. Yeah. So you got to go somewhere and else. And nobody buys it. And they're like, it's just not, 
It's just not German art. Yeah, no, like, no, it's, it's this, no, no. This they, would they appeal say, to a more artistic taste, which is definitely in India. No. You should fucking leave. They're like the market is saturated here. You need to go somewhere else where you'll be seen. You know, fresh eyes, and then they'll take it when they travel to the more civilized world. Jesus. See, what Christ. you're doing is is in in favor of your country. You're actually supporting your country by. Going to India, <laughs> selling it to these people, and they'll want to move to Germany because they'll say, oh, oh that's God. what German society is. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, Warren Warren does his damnedest to help out Carl. He continues- Doesn't sell a single painting. Yeah, he continues seeing Marion. Um, and uh, Warren's previous work as an ambassador slash mediator slash, like, politician um slash investigative journalist uh, that he previously did with the east india company kind of kicks him into the limelight limelight and he ends up becoming a more or less like british standing governor of bengal so he's he's better off yeah. he, he went to back home got in yeah. super debt crawled back to his previous employer and got a promotion yeah Crawls back to his previous employer, it's a different meets time. the girl of his dreams, and then is promoted to like the position of his fucking life. And is allowed to cuck yeah. some dude. And cuck some fucking German dude. Which uh, is what every Brit wants during this time period, right? is to cuck a German dude. Uh, so since Carl is pretty much just doing like finger painting and crayon coloring- <laughs> Um, he's he's doing it on the he, back of restaurant placemats. He just he's like, this fails. is my painting. Yeah, he it just it doesn't pan out. It doesn't work out for Carl, and Carl sits uh, these these two star-crossed lovers down, and he says, "Hey, look. Um, first of all, I appreciate you cucking me. Um, Thank you very much for allowing <laughs> I, me. I, I needed it. It didn't it didn't do anything for my art." But I don't think that that can really get any better. Uh, and he says, Marion and I will be separating. I'm going to go back to Europe. Um, we're going to divorce. And then you two just live the world of your dreams. I'm going to go try to find some German person that will cuck me instead. Yeah, I'm going to go back to daddy's fortune. <laughs> yeah. And find my own cuck. <laughs> so, yeah, Warren, Warren is just overjoyed. Like, Fucking thrilled. This is everything's working out. His he only had to almost die and lose his job, go into thousands of dollars of debt. Lose his first wife. His first wife dies. And then his life finally fucking comes together. It it's clicks. a it just it's worked, a Christmas you know, miracle. It worked out. It just works. Isn't that uh, what Todd Howard says? It just works. It just works. Uh and yeah, he ends up getting married. Uh but does he take on the kids? Probably, I would assume so. Hopefully, they just got sent back with Carl because I mean they got <laughs> be they got half bad that would jeans be, and all. yeah, uh, half <laughs> idiot jeans. Might as well just send them back. Yeah, uh, and uh, they get married, and a bit of a scandal comes out. Like it's people are like, oh my god, like they were they were sleeping with one another. She just got a divorce, and they've been together for how many years? Wait a minute, what? Mm. Uh, so it's a bit of a bit of a discussion in the town, but overall, everyone kind of comes to terms with it. They're like, "Oh yeah, like you know, they're they're fit for each other. They're a happy couple." That's uh, really rare during this yeah. time period. So, <laughs> so one day, while reading picture books, um, Marion sees a picture of a flower from the Amazon, uh, 
And this this specific flower, it like floats on top of the water and it's got this like beautiful, beautiful shape. It's this beautiful like purplish color. And she's just like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Is there a possibility like from everything that I've read about this, it could live here in India. And and oh, Carl's no. like or not Carl, sorry, Warren's like, yeah, I I don't know, like maybe. So Carl, the next fucking day, goes Whoa. to work and he's just fucking like sending letters out to everybody. Do you know about this flower? Do you know about this flower? Do you know about this flower? All of the details. He's like, finally gets somebody that reaches out to him that's like, oh yeah, like I can send a couple of those over to you. And he's like, fuck yes. Uh. He's thrilled. So he gets his hand on one and... uh. They send a they like they don't send like a shit ton of them out. Uh, they just send a few of them out, and he's like, "Okay, this will be perfect." Um, I want to put them in our like little pond, and I want her to wake up, and, and they they should sprout within like a like two weeks or something. And she'll wake up and she'll see our pond with these beautiful flowers, and it'll just it'll make her day. I can do this fucking nice thing for her because uh. she's not a big fan of living in India. To be honest, she's mm. only out here because Carl came out here, but now she's only out here because Warren works out here and he's like, what? Like, I'm I'm a fucking governor. What the fuck? Like, yeah. I what can't do I do this remotely? Mind. Like, no. Yeah. No, there's no work from home. Yeah. So he's like, I want to do this thing to like really, really fucking make her wake up every morning. She sees this thing she's and she's happy. like, oh, I'd love that. I love mm-hmm. I love that Warren did this for me. I love that. He did something more than just draw really bad pictures for me. Yeah, on the back of the <laughs> Chili's placemat. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it works. I mean, the so let's see. Uh, in the late 1700s, the uh, this plant is sent out, and it's the water hyacinth. Uh, oh it's no! It's introduced I've to heard Bengal. Of the water hyacinth. Okay. Uh, and when he puts it in the pond, it grows. And it blooms, and then it grows, and blooms, and grows, and grows, and grows, and keeps growing. And spreads, and spreads. And she's she's amazed. She's like, this is fucking beautiful. I love this. Um, but neither of them really lived long enough to understand, like- What they actually what did. What they fucking did here. Uh, so- the problem with these specific flowers is that within the first two weeks of planting them, uh, they will double in size, and they are literally just like water weeds. Uh, water hyacinth aggressive. is like the one of the like hardest to control, like most invasive <laughs> fucking plant species out there. Uh, it spreads like wildfire um, because of how dense and how quickly and heavily this grows it clogs dams streams canals any fucking waterway you can find um and then because it clogs those it floods the other areas and then spreads further because it does that it destroys rice fields it destroys crops um but you got to think local fish yeah so are, are being destroyed yeah, so because of how because of how thick it grows on top of the water, light can't get through to plants below, which when plants 
on the bottom of the fucking riverbeds and lakes and whatever, when those don't grow, bugs leave. Fish die off. Like well, the fish every, can't even yeah. migrate in the ways yeah. that they used to be able to to completely, find food. Completely, completely destroys the ecosystem. Area. Um, and yeah, it 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 just fucking kills everything in its path. It suffocates out other plants because of how like resource intensive it is, and because of how quickly it multiplies. Uh, and it's just it it fucks up crop yield it's just bad news but at least it looked pretty for like 20 years while they were yeah. still both alive um it it's bad and uh the water hyacinth in bengal is actually it's what this episode was titled before i decided to change it it was titled the terror of bengal because that's what they Damn. call the water hyacinth there it it's like is that destructive? It plagues Bengal. Now, uh, this entire story of how it was introduced, uh, the affair of uh, Marion Imhoff, um, it it it's also disputed that uh, Germany brought it over during World War One. Um, there are a ton of different instances similar to this. That I'll get into later on in the episode is or like in, in just a little bit about like instances where people were like, oh, yeah, like this is a beautiful plant and it's still causing fucking problems. Um, so we'll go back to Hastings really quick um, or actually, no, sorry. Uh, over the years, it has been discovered that uh, because of the water surface coverage in Bengal. Um, it actually significantly protects the waterways that it's in from pollution, which is a huge problem in India. Yeah. Um, they discovered that the water hyacinth can actually remove chromium from crude oil. What the hell? Yeah. So it purifies How do you water. Even find that out. It purifies so, oil. <laughs> yeah. It purifies so fucking well. It removes contaminants. It makes it so that like. The water itself is fucking like better than Dasani. Like I mean, everything, every kind of everything is better than Dasani. Are you shitting me? You'd rather drink I mean, out, of, like, out of a toilet tank? Yeah, it, tur <laughs> it turns a fucking like it turns a river into smart water. Like Ooh. it's been impressive the the stuff that they've kind of discovered over the well, last yeah, few years. Well, yeah, because there aren't any fish or plants. Yeah, because and it's nothing shit in can it. fucking contaminate. Because nothing can fucking survive can it. <laughs> with how heavily this is in the water. So it's kind of like this this backhanded like good but bad thing. Yeah. Right. Um, Destruction of an entire ecosystem. Yeah. Clean, clean water. Um, and people are. Not necessarily in Bengal, um, but people are working to make paper and fabric from uh, the water hyacinth. And in 2022, there's actually a big push to start trying to make organic fertilizer out of it, which I was like, that's cool. But no offense, taking a weed and trying to turn it into fertilizer is a bad fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to blast that bitch with radiation or something to to yeah. activate the seeds. Like that's yeah. that's it's it's a dangerous approach. That's a dangerous, yeah. But uh, all because some German dude want to be cooked. 
Yeah. That's like the at no. least the third time in history that a major event has happened because right. a German dude was cucked. <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking at you, World Wars. <laughs> For real. Uh, ultimately, Hastings goes on to lead a pretty successful political career. Uh, he does his best to repair the relationship between the East India Company and Bengal. Um, he turns a ton of like Hindu beliefs into law. Um, and uh, eventually creates a more efficient currency system that benefits both the Bengalese people and the India Trading Company, hopefully more so the Bengalese people. Um, and, like, uh, where is it? At one point during his, his time there, France was like, oh, shit, Britain's fucked with the uh, American Revolution. Let's go after... India. They're going to be preoccupied. Uh, he makes like two military maneuvers and it ends up opening peace talks between like he and French officials Damn. and him and like two other countries that are nearby that had tensions with Bengal. And he sits down and mitigates all of it. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Like, let's not fucking do this. And does all these peace talks. Like, the man is just, he just kind of gets it. And it works out really well for you him. You know what 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 happened? It seems like he has some some form of empathy. Oh, he started getting laid. Uh, well, yeah, he started getting laid, which caused him to develop empathy. And yeah, ultimately, something like, that, that is very rare in British governors no at the time joke. period. Like he'd be able to he, empathize with the locals. He did. He he was like such a such an advocate for Indian culture. Um, and let's see. Uh, he actually was credited with, uh, like countries kind of saw colonizing or like not colonizing in India, but like <clears throat> making peace talks with India or working with India instead of just being like, oh yeah, like, let's just go knock all their doors down and this is set up now. shop. Yeah. Instead, they would learn the language and if they like went into India with the customs that that the people knew there, they were like, okay, it's way easier to make like deals with them doing these things. And a lot of that is attributed to Hastings himself. <clears throat> now, when he got back to Britain in 1785... And he uh, left his hyacinth <clears throat> garden intact yeah, when he oh, left, right? Of course, yeah. Because... Uh, it was too late. Yeah, by they didn't I'm need sure. it anymore. Yeah, the entire fucking estate was covered. It was just in them, covered. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he resigns in 1785. Goes back to Britain. Britain is like, you're impeached because some dude comes forth with like all these fucking allegations against him. They're like, Hastings tried to fucking kill me in a in a duel, and Hastings is like, what the fuck are Who you talking are you? about? Yeah, basically, um, just like trying to slam his fucking name. And uh, and his name was Carl. Yeah. He spoke with a German accent. <laughs> <laughs> he realized that they were having sex yeah. this whole time. No, it was a uh, the dude's name was Carlo Mihoff. Yeah, Carlo. Uh, so uh, he ends up he ends up beating all of these accusations. He's found fully innocent, but it like completely bankrupts him again. Oh, of course. Um, and it took like seven years for the trial. He actually came out and he was like, "I should have just said that I was guilty to him." Because, like, then the time that I would have served in prison 
wouldn't have like completely destroyed my yeah life. he wouldn't have lost all the money yeah and then parliament was like okay sorry about that we'll pay you like four thousand dollars a year cool yeah, all right cool thanks um a pittance yeah uh he he died in 1818 uh but like i said he left a very heavy impression on how the world should approach working with india rather than just occupying and killing mm-hmm. india um and he also taught the world not to introduce foreign plants to a new place just so that you can get fucking laid. Mm, I don't <laughs> think the world learned that. No, they didn't. Uh, so in 1884, this is another instance. And these are just quick little, quick little blurbs about the water hyacinth. In 1884, the World Fair took place in New Orleans, and um, <clears throat> there were some... Uh, Japanese gardeners there that were like, oh, like here's this beautiful flower, and they were just giving the water no. hyacinth out to people. Uh, um, no, this one lady took it and decorated her fish pond with it in Florida. Um, and, and now it, Florida is the it way is it is. Fully led to like that is entire entirely attributed to uh, what she did, which she put these high this hyacinth in her pond it covered it and then she was like oh shit we need to clean these up so while they were cleaning them out and them. clearing it Thunk. it ended up like i guess just a few stems or a few fucking seeds got into the St. James or the St. John's River and it is fully taken over it and like like the St. John's River prior to to all of this was used regularly and now it is fully covered by water hyacinth um in 1904 it was released into the sacramento river by somebody that was like i love plants that didn't know anything about fucking ecology or anything um and now literally 2024 uh it costs so well over a hundred years later, hundred and twenty years later, it still costs the state of California six and a half million dollars per year battling water hyacinth. Um, a lot of like, a lot of people attribute um, their droughts and everything to problems that the water hyacinth have caused in like dams and reservoirs. It's a and bad just being, fucking yeah, plant. Resource intensive. <laughs> yeah. You no, should... no. It's a great plant in its natural habitat. Yeah. In its natural habitat. Exactly. Uh, or elsewhere, inside. It will fucking destroy everything. But if you if you need to get rid of that water plant, you need to burn it. Yeah. So we should get water hyacinth tattoos. Yeah. I think we should. <laughs> I'd be down. Yeah. My my cousin started <laughs> doing we'll tattoos. Just, we'll just get fucking one every every month. Every season. <laughs> until we're fully covered. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We'll get it over the top of other tattoos and shit. Oh, yeah. It, over the face. Yeah, right? Everywhere, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, don't fuck with the uh, the terror of Bengal. Yeah. Be, be careful out there. Don't cuck a German. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're going to flower bomb somebody's fucking house or front don't yard- Use a water Use hyacinth. local seeds. There are websites that will provide you with local seeds that you can use to fucking- just spread all over the place which i think is phenomenal but it's too late for us here in america because you know those those boat stops when you're like going into another state or if you're going around like a large body of water Mm -hmm. 
they they make you stop and pull over and you have to get your boat inspected if you have one. <laughs> That's what they're looking for. They're looking for seeds oh, and shit. certain animals, certain invasive algaes and stuff like that. Because the same thing will happen with certain algaes. Oh, yeah. They'll just get into the water it's and just crazy. bloom yeah. and destroy everything. Even though in their their natural habitat, they're kept at bay because they have a predator of some sort or some some type of competition. Man, I we need to have more like ecological terrorism episodes. Oh, oh, dude, the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I, yeah. I love eco terrorists. Yeah, we'll do wild. a Ted Kaczynski yeah, episode. You know, yeah. everybody's favorite terrorist. <laughs> So yeah, he got some uh, things right. Just, I'm gonna say be, that not the bombing, fucking... not the bombing, but <laughs> yeah. some of his his philosophies make sense. Yeah, if careful, you're an edge lord, be careful what you're planting if it's from a different country. <laughs> yeah, do not bring oranges in from another country. <laughs> it's a huge deal. All right. All right. Well. Well. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Oh. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash points o pressure. If you guys would like an exclusive episode every single month. Um, which we've got one coming out this coming week. Uh, Is that my episode? It's mine. Okay. Uh, Maybe next week it'll come out. It usually comes out the first day of every month, uh, month late. Let's let's get better at it this this season. Yeah, we will give it a shot. Uh, There's a handful of, or actually not a handful, there's a good amount of sloppy seconds up there. A lot Mm -hmm. more recent stuff during our break. We had exclusive sloppy seconds that were going on. So by all means... Go to our Patreon. Check that out. AJ's working on a series called Voices. Um, <clears throat> just click around on there. We also have a free tier that we will be releasing future exclusive episodes on for a limited amount of time. So just make sure you have a free account on Pressure Points Patreon, um, and that will allow you to listen to it when it comes up. That way you're not scrambling to create an account the last fucking day that it's available. Uh, yeah. You got those names? I just tabbed away. Oh, I saw that. That's okay. Um, no, I got them. They're right here. Just got to move my microphone. <clears throat> so we've got the the board, uh, Mini D and Toddle Waddle. Thank you guys so much. Um, uh, I I had something witty to say and I lost uh. it. And then of course we've got Abby, AJ's third nut, Kitty Titties, Nordic Thunder, Thomas, Weston, Dark Runner. D's Nuts, G-Dog, Hayden, Laravo, and Lindo. Thank you guys so much for being here, supporting us, you know, bringing us in. New season. Yeah. New season, new me. Yeah, we're fucking here, man. We we really do appreciate you guys supporting us. We wouldn't be where we are today. Um, oh, also, uh, go check out our fucking new subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash pressure points. We got the fucking name, so. We did. Yeah, go find it. If you want to talk about this episode after you listen to it, yeah, uh, episode go discussion will be under live. That post. Yeah, the, we are doing our best to keep those pinned at the top of the subreddit. So it's all new to us. So if you have any suggestions, I don't think on it's it, pinned. No, it is. I pinned it. Oh, yeah, okay. I've been doing it. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm going to be posting some more 1930s thirst traps. Yeah, by all means, check it out. Um, and. Uh, if you guys ever have any recommendations for music, TV shows, movies, articles, fucking anything that you can find, memes, goofy videos, shit that's pertinent to our show, uh, by all means, 
reach out to us. Uh, feel free to contact us on Instagram at points of pressure. Like I said, go to Reddit or email us at ppdnaj at gmail.com. It's all the letters and feel free to catch us next fucking week. 